Once every four years, millions tune in around the world to watch their favorite teams play in the World Cup. NBC Sports estimates over half the world's population will cheer on their favorite players and teams that represent them the best. Hello, and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. I'm your host, Marcus Kim, and today, staffer Randall Sinclair will interview fellow student Patrico Martinez on their favorite World Cup opinions, biases, and hot takes. My name is Patricio Martinez. My nation of birth is Mexico. My family are Mexican, so I was rooting for them. But sadly, they got knocked out. A little unlucky, but it is what it is. That's football or soccer. I don't care what you call it. Is it soccer or is it football? Okay, here's the thing. Soccer was the first term for football because it was like um, they're trying to – the English, you know, because I should clarify that. Football doesn't refer to kicking a ball with your feet. Football referred to playing a sport that – People run on foot, like they're running on foot, and they're using a ball to play the game. That's what football is. That's why rugby is considered football. Same with soccer. I'm going to say soccer because it's not confusing. I'll say soccer. And they did that to distinguish between sports where you weren't on foot, like polo, like disagreements between, you know, richer people and poor people. So, like, that's known as football. Basically, you're playing a sport by foot. That's football. And soccer was like a, it was derived from like a shorter form of like, it was like association something. And then they just like formed soccer. That's how they called it. And that word spread out into other places like the US, South Africa, and uh, what's it called? Australia. So that's why they call it soccer and same in Canada. But then the English changed it to football. So technically soccer is the original term. So I don't think it's necessarily wrong to call it soccer or football because you're you're conveying the same message by saying soccer or football. And no one's going to dog on, like, the Italians who are calling it calcio, which is a completely different word. But no one makes fun of them. They don't call it football. They call it calcio. You know what I mean? It's a different word, but no one's going to dog on them because it's, it's the same thing. Like, they know what calcio is. They know it's soccer. So, like, I, I just think it's a really pointless argument. Do you think we should start making fun of the Italians? No. Because it's their own language. Like, they just have their own word for it. So, it's, it just makes sense. All right. So, what team do you think will win? This World Cup has been so unpredictable, dude. I thought, like, Argentina... See, the thing is, Argentina still have a decent shot. I know they lost the first game to Saudi Arabia, but they kind of climbed back from that. They're, like, aware now. They're more aware. They, they're going to face in the round of 16 against Australia, and if I'm being honest, I'm not convinced with Australia at all. Australia, they went through, but they've not been impressive. So, I think Argentina are still strong contenders. France are also strong contenders. Uh, if I had to say underdog nation... Screw it, Japan, you know, they just beat Germany and Spain and their group of death, and no one would thought they'd make it out, and they did. So that's my underdog, my dark horse, Japan. But yeah, the big ones, Portugal as well. The main European teams are the biggest, are likely to win it. Maybe, uh, Brazil as well, I shouldn't dog on Brazil. Brazil have incredible squad depth. Like, their entire substitute bench could be a whole team by itself. So Brazil are tough, they're strong. So what team do you, under no circumstances, want to win? Okay, this one, for me, is Poland. I'll explain why. And it's not like I hate Poland. It's not that. It's just the way they play football is anti-football. They don't play to win. And they manage... Okay, let me explain. So our group, which I believe was Group C, was Argentina, Mexico, Poland, Saudi Arabia. I would have rather had either Mexico or Saudi Arabia go through with Argentina because Poland absolutely didn't deserve to go through. And many people agree. The thing is, it's the way Poland play. Poland have one of the best strikers in the world. They have a decent midfield, right? 
Yet they play so defensive and they just park the bus. Parking the bus is when you bring your entire midfield and your defense just in your half and just stay there. You barely are attacking. You're just trying to win on counterattack. And the Poland, they just don't play real football. Like they don't try to fight and win though. That's the thing that just bothers me. Like they didn't deserve to go through. I will say Mexico, they've been underwhelming. And I knew this was probably one of the worst Mexico teams to like enter a World Cup. But I think they still played with more passion and like like effort than Poland did. Even Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia was so commendable in this World Cup. Like Saudi Arabia, they got unlucky against Poland. Like Saudi Arabia were dominating against Poland. But dominating doesn't mean anything if you're going to make a mistake. Because the center back made a mistake. He accidentally lost the ball. Lewandowski scores a goal. Fair. And then they scored another goal. Like Saudi Arabia got unlucky against Poland. But it's also got on Poland for being like, you know, careful and trying to press at the right moment so i can give them respect for that also i want to i have to give respect to the goalkeeper Wojciech Szczesny. he's the only goalkeeper to ever save two penalties in a world cup he is honestly the reason why they're advancing and i can respect him for that because he's literally saving his nation he's like the new memo Choi. you know what i mean everyone's like oh memo Choi is the best in the world cup but Wojciech Szczesny, he's been a real one for his nation so i respect Wojciech Szczesny, but i don't know i just think poland like, they're going to face France in the round of 16, and they are not capable of even beating France. The way they play football at this rate, it's not going to be able to... They're not going to win because they don't fight to win. They just play for draws is what it seems like. So, like, I don't know. Like, it's just... I feel like they're the least deserving to go through. Like but as, I don't hate any nation. I just don't think they really earned it. But that's basically it. Yeah, so you think they're not really putting the feeling into it yeah, a lot of other teams weird. are. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like of the teams I've gone through, they haven't put that much heart into it, really. So I don't know. I think that's just the reason why. But I think a lot of it's just down to luck, and they have an incredible goalkeeper. So I can I give them a lot of respect for that because you wouldn't think Poland should be going through, but their keeper pulled off incredible saves. So. How long have you been playing soccer? I was really young, maybe like four or five years old. Wow. Were you an all-star at that time? No. Not really. I was a kid. Of course I'm not an all-star yet. I'm just a little kid. (laughs) You know? Uh, Who's your favorite player? Favorite player? Shoot. I don't don't just want to say Messi or Ronaldo, but I feel like... I think just Messi, just because I like the way he plays. I think he's kind of a humble guy. Just like, he's obviously one of the best ever. So, and I just want him to win a World Cup because he's he's lost, I think, four finals with his national team like he's been unlucky he last he won last year the copa america which is like the continental cup of south america with argentina but like i still want him to get that world cup because remember in 2014 he made it to the final but he lost to germany so i feel like he could just hopefully get one world cup i think he's earned it i don't know i just think he's a he seems like a nice humble dude and he plays really well so it's just really like mesmerizing to watch him play i don't know ronaldo same as him like he's the definition of just hard work ethic (laughs) The indomitable human spirit, yeah, even. The, like, the he's, he kind of started from nothing, and he, he just put in all the hard work to be where he is. He's, like, 37, and he's still in top... He has, like, top form, great physique. I know right now he's been... I should say out of form, but he terminated his contract with Manchester United because he just... I knew he wasn't going to do well at the club right now if he doesn't even want to be there. So, I, I wonder where else he'd go. I've heard links that he'd go to Borussia... Not Borussia Dortmund, it was Bayern Munich, which I think would be interesting because they do kind of need a star striker right now. But, yeah, Ronaldo, definitely Messi... Um, yeah, that, they're obviously the best. My favorite player, though, I think I also have to say um, Memo Choa, Mexico's goalkeeper, because, I mean, I look up to him. He's, he always shows up during the World Cup. He, I think this was his last one. He got unlucky a bit, but he did save a penalty against Poland. So he still showed his heroics, so I still like him a lot. Uh, put those players into tennis. 
How good do you think what they would do? Tennis is a very different sport. I don't know enough about tennis to truly answer that, but I guess since tennis is a very reactionary sport, I assume Memo Cho would probably be the best because he's a goalkeeper. So. All right. How important is soccer to you? I mean, it's just a sport. I just like watching it, you know? I mean, it's also part of my culture, you know? Like, some nations have a strong football, soccer culture, so it's just kind of ingrained in you. So, obviously, I was really devastated when Mexico got knocked out because we needed to have scored three goals, but we didn't score three. We won the game, but we only won with by, with two goals, so it wasn't enough to send us through. And it was, it was devastating, I'm not going to lie. It was sad, but it is what it is, you know? You just keep your head up. And But I think it's a good thing that we didn't actually pass because entering this World Cup, we were just way out of form, you know. Our national team was just not there. And honestly, the fight that they showed in the last group stage game against Saudi Arabia was what we should have shown throughout the whole tournament. But, I mean, I'm glad they showed that ounce of effort because I know we're capable of doing better in the future. And, I mean, we have a new, the, our current manager, Tata Martino, he resigned. I think we just need to get a new coaching staff, new manager, and just completely rebuild. We have till the next World Cup. You know, I actually noticed uh, one of our former international players, Oribe I think it was Uribe Peralta who said this, but he said that he actually wished Mexico didn't qualify this time. So they'd have a whole eight years till the next World Cup to completely rebuild because it's needed. Honestly, Mexico do need to rebuild. And I can, I commend the United States. I think they're, they've been incredible. I think a lot of Americans I've noticed like before the World Cup were like, oh, this team is not going to make it out of their group, but they did and they fought hard. And I still, I still support the United States. And I'm really happy with the way they turned out because, you know, it, it's not just the United States, but it's like North American soccer in general. It's showing that North American, like North American teams can and exit their group and are capable of doing well. Like they drew with England. It's not a win, but it seems like a win to Americans. So honestly, it, it's been good. So it's just showing the development of North American football, soccer, you know, so it's good. Now, what's your favorite memory or goal or just play from the World Cup? From so the World far? Cup? It was... Two days ago, Miss Hart's class. I was watching it on my phone, Mexico versus Saudi Arabia. Don Luisito Chavez scores the most beautiful free kick to make it 2-0 against Saudi Arabia. That is easily my favorite memory of this World Cup as of now. Easily the best one. It was such a gorgeous goal he scored. And it actually gave me hope that we could possibly go through. But as we all know, Mexico, they'll give you false hope. They get knocked out. So. Now... Are you rooting for the city of Atlanta in the World Cup? The city of Atlanta? Yeah. Do you want the city of Atlanta to win? The World Cup is called a the World Cup, so international teams play countries, not cities. Yeah, yeah, but cities. The, the, the team of Atlanta, you know, the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons? What are you talking about? The World Cup. <laughs> you mean like the Super Bowl? They'll play in the Super Bowl. I'm just messing around. Yeah, I know you're messing around. That makes sense. I was like... Atlanta's not even a country. I don't know, man. That's sure? weird. No. Nah, right. I'm pretty confident. Now, what player do you want to see get injured? I don't want to see anyone in get injured. Actually, the Australia versus France game, I believe there's two Hernandez brothers, Lucas and Teo Hernandez. And if you're wondering why like French people have like Hispanic last names, it's because their dad's Spanish and he left them when they were children. So I feel bad for them. That's why that's an interesting. I don't think they put their last name on the back of their shirt for that reason. They don't want to doubt their that's a stupid tangent I just went on. Anyways, I think one of the brothers, they tore their ACL and it was bad. Like he was running, his knee completely, he just felt it. You see him drop to the ground. And I was like, oh my gosh, his ACL's gone. And he said that he might have to retire from football. 
And just hearing that is just no, nah, I can't. I can't wish that upon someone. Just get injured like that, especially he only played one game in the World Cup. Completely, his knee is already gone, and he might not play football again. I, I can't say who I want to get injured. Like no, That's I, very I can't. Noble confi- I can't confidently say that. It's just terrible. Very noble. To see someone, especially at the World Cup, you know, you've made waited four years to make it to play, and now you're injured. It's just terrible. It must be a terrible feeling. I can't say that. So, how much football do you watch besides the World Cup? I watch um, the Spanish league, the English league, the Mexican league. Sometimes it's kind of poopy, but that's why I don't really watch it. It's kind of, ugh. it's like fun to watch because it's like very, it's not very bad. It's just like entertaining bad. That's why I like to watch it. And my team is Unam Pumas, underrated. You know, Mexico City team, not really underrated. They have a lot of history, but like everyone's just like, voy por el América, las Chivas, andale. I'm like, nah, bro. Like y'all are just bandwagon. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> It's sometimes I watch the Italian league, sometimes the Portuguese league, really random, but sometimes I do. But yeah, those are usually the leagues I watch. I, I watch club football. Mostly, mostly people are going to watch club football because those are the games that are ongoing. International games are less common throughout the year. Have you ever gone to physically see the World Cup before? No, I actually haven't. But we have the chance, remember, the next World Cup will be in North America, Canada, USA, and Mexico. So we will have the opportunity. Hopefully, I can take that opportunity. However, I can tell you this. My father, he watched the 1986 World Cup final because it was held in Mexico. And the interesting thing is, I think his cousin or like a, one of his family members had gotten tickets to watch the final. But then he had to show up to someone's wedding or something. It is, I, don't, I can't recall the story, basically. He's like, I don't want these tickets to go to waste. I can't even show up to the final. I got to show up to this other event. He gave them to my dad. And he was like a teenager. He's probably 16 at the time, maybe even 17, my age. And he, want, he went to watch the World Cup final in, in Mexico. Yeah, he went to watch the World Cup final in Mexico. And he told me it was incredible. You know, to let alone just see a World Cup match, but to watch the final in person must be an incredible feeling. And I, I believe the final was between Argentina and Germany. I think Argentina won 1 0. I can't, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure if I'm correct. But you can look it up if you want. But yeah, I think that'd be cool. And I want to be able to experience something like that. But, and now that the World Cup is coming to us, it's the perfect time. But those tickets are going to be really pricey, though. So I don't know. But I wish I can in the future. Where in the U.S. do you think they're going to host it? Oh, they already confirmed it. Um, I can tell you, actually. I can pull up the photo. I know in Canada, I believe it's Toronto and Vancouver. Let me. Sh- I can tell you right now. Six World Cup stadiums or cities. I can tell you right now. So they will be, yeah. So in Canada, it's Edmonton. Interesting. Edmonton and Montreal, which I believe is around Vancouver, isn't it? I'm not sure. I don't know much about Canadian geography. Uh, the cities in um, Mexico will be Monterrey, Guadalajara, and Mexico City. And most of the, the cities that are going to be hosting the matches will be in the U.S., obviously, because they're the bigger nation, more infrastructure. They'll be in Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Kansas City. Kansas City, Reppin, the Reppin uh, Randall. That's my place. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, Houston, Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, obviously. We have the stadium for it. Nashville, Cincinnati, Washington, D.C., Baltimore. Baltimore? Okay, that's interesting. Um Philadelphia and New York and New Jersey, Toronto, yeah. All right, Toronto's in Canada, but in Boston as well. Boston. So yeah, we can obviously watch the World Cup. Like it is, in very much in our vicinity. You know, just an hour away from like Atlanta. So, yeah, we can definitely watch it. It's close. It's like 
thank God they picked Atlanta. I'd be so sad if they picked somewhere like in like, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. You know what I mean? Like, imagine that. Gosh. Hey, what's wrong with Ohio? Nothing wrong with Ohio, but like, actually, no, they have Florida. They had Miami and Orlando, so we could just pull up there. But like, it's also Florida. So, <laughs> Florida's gross. I don't know. Have you ever played a FIFA game? Like the like the actual yeah, like like video? The, yeah, like I, like, I have every FIFA since like FIFA 12. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite, FIFA 12. It's really cool. I don't know. F- current FIFA games are just really like copy and paste. So I just don't really like them that much. There's like very little passion in them. The older ones have a lot more passion in them. So that's, that was like before EA went through their like um, profits over anything business model. You know, the country companies called Electronic Arts. You know, the original founder of EA, he called his developers artists. Because then I can agree with that. They were artists. And his mission was just to make the best simulation sports games. He just wanted to bring the best. And his older simulation sports games were good. A lot of people highly rate them to this day. But after the, you know, uh, leadership roles change, you know, different, like, priorities are set. And they all just copy and paste. A lot of these new sports games are just copy and paste. And it's just sad. There's just no passion in them anymore. So, so yeah, basically, yeah, sad, sadness, you know, microtransactions. I mean, they exist everywhere, but it's just so common now. I think you can agree with me, right, Randall? Yeah. To some extent, yeah. Yeah, EA is. EA is something. It's crazy because they were genuinely a, an incredible company in the early 2000s, and they just completely fell off. So it is what it is. That's all the questions we have awesome, at this man. time. Cool. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Randall, for inviting me. Are What? <laughs> all right. This concludes our episode. Thank you so much for listening. For a transcript of this episode, head to the Point of View tab on our website, nhsmessenger.org, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at NHS Point of View for updates and new episodes. I'm your host, Marcus Kim, and this has been Point of View.